because you're soft. Blog Talk Radio. Glad you put so much effort into this. What are you trying to say? Here. So how was the family shows. reunion or the high school reunion? It was really good. Uh, I think 18 people were there from my high school class of 30. Have you lost anybody? Are there a couple dead ones? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we did. Uh, Greg passed away. Oh, nine. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. So one. All right. One. That's yeah. good. Um. We haven't done one before in uh, year 20. Now, I lost I lost two senior year. Does that count? Yeah. They didn't graduate, though, yeah. because it was the beginning we of the lost, year. We lost one uh, in school, too. Okay. All right. I just wanted to clarify because yeah. I wasn't sure. I wasn't counting it there, but that doesn't mean that they don't mean anything. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect no, to no, anybody, of course. Yeah. But, you know, it's just uh, the it older you. time. Uh, it, yeah. I was happy in my small town to find Antihero there and uh, a very small tab. Was that some kind of uh, political organization? You guys are going to go riot or something? Uh, Revolution Anti. I know you're not a beer guy. Revolution Antihero. It's a Chicago brewery. Makes an IPA called Antihero. Yeah. And they had it. I was drinking it. It's a lot cheaper there. My tab was about 40 bucks at the end of the night. It worked out. Wow. At the end of a whole night? Yeah. Because, I mean, I've been out with you. Your tabs usually run two, three hundred dollars. Hey, man. You know, bottle service. Only the best when you roll with this guy. Hey, we're taking calls live. If you're listening live, give us a call. Uh, that phone number is somewhere around here. You're usually on there. No. It's uh, 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. We do have a text line. That's a 312 number. 312-620-7637. He's Al Larcher. I'm Clark Lawrence, and you are listening to Live at the Sports. 347 945 6131. Right on time with that. Uh, at Larcher Lawrence on Twitter. Or you can shoot us an email, Larcher and Lawrence at gmail.com. Larcher and Lawrence at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'll read it. If you're listening to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or uh, what's that other one with the radio stations that uh, we just got on? I don't know. You know, we're on a few. We're just we're just growing so fast; it's hard to keep track. 
is really what it is, you know. New new places, new people listening to us every day. I, I have people telling me they're driving to Iowa listening to us. People last night kept asking me at this reunion. They said, "How? What is it like being with Al Larcher?" Oh, you you and you probably told them it's like amazing. It's oh, like a yeah. paradise. Only only the best things to say. Do you, do you bring anything to your uh, high school reunion? Uh, my wife. Yeah. Oh, well, you got to show that off, right? Yeah. No, we catered in some. Uh, I mean, you did marry shredded pork. I assumed you probably married the hottest uh, gal. Not true. Yeah, no? No. Well, I mean. Really? Sure. Damn it, you did it. Wow, because yeah. I would think Lauren would be number she's one. She's not listening. I hope she's not listening. I mean, she is the hottest. Wow. She, she's you, the hottest. You married it. You, you outkicked your coverage, as they like to say. Well, honest to God, like people kept telling me that they had these things to say to me. Uh, your baby is beautiful. They've seen her on Facebook. Did you bring the baby? Uh, the baby went to the football game earlier in the day with us. And then we went without baby to the bar. But no crying. Oh, the, yeah, the baby wasn't crying at the bar. We were at the Great Farmers Inn. Uh, the baby was not there, but we were there. Um, but people said the baby is beautiful. Your wife is beautiful. Yeah. And that was it. Like nothing about me. Like, oh. And they're like, and then, yeah, you're okay too. Well, I got to think you're probably the most successful person to come out of that little school. Yeah. I mean, seriously, right. you, you do a show with no. me. Our school does some great things. Sure. I mean, I, I'm pretty successful here. You got the Comcast. I'm sure it's all you talked about was your little Comcast sports deal going on there. I didn't talk about that. Um, oh, I, I believe me, you talk, did. I didn't talk you about it much. Did. No, it, it came up, but you, you, once you, or twice. You ride these uh, futuristic scooters across the lakefront. Yeah. You're living in the big city. Most of these people are still stuck in Bogota. Wow, you really build my life up well. I like your story. Yeah. That's a great story. I think you story. are the most Thank successful person to come out of there. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, did you give a speech? I have a beautiful wife and I have a beautiful kid. No, no speech. We did a group photo. Why didn't you that give a speech? No, I think Nobody you... was giving speeches. You should have. I, I got to have a couple conversations with people. Uh, when I first walked in, I thought that everybody looked uh, – I, I realized that we are old. We all looked old. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, well, we're 20 years older. That said, I think a lot of people aged well. Uh, the first two people I saw, I didn't really recognize. I wasn't paying attention. And then I, I picked it up in the first, like, two words. With the, yeah. But everybody else I recognized, uh-oh. Well, you should. Well, no, this is you. You at the, uh, I, we, we need the speech. What? You're going to give a speech. I don't have a speech. You got to give a speech. I don't have a speech prepared. You you were there. You did the whole school thing, and I'm sure you had you had a speech prepared, and you you said For some reason. Things. I thought somebody was calling us there. No, no, no. This is a hall. Okay, this is obviously not a heavenly hotline. Oh, it's so different. Yeah, that's right. What was I thinking? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's wonderful to be here at our 20 year class reunion, class of '97. Go Hawks! Yeah. First of all, I just we want to say we are the greatest. Even though, as a football team, we only won one game in. Uh, Two years there as a my junior and senior year. Nice job. Oh. Yep. Uh, it's great to see everybody here, even those of you who have traveled all the way from Chicago, Illinois, and Des Moines, Iowa. Woo! Des Moines, Iowa! Yep. That was a good speech. Thank you. I just, I ended it like that and just walked away. That's pretty good. I mean, if I would have done it, that's what I would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that seems like a lot of fun. I've never gone. I have nothing uh, to say or to see of people. So That was the thing. We'd never had one, and I just 
I uh, when when the message came out, like, hey, we're doing this, sign me up. I'm in. Was your was your crush there? I was trying to think of that. No. You're unanswered. I think my crush moved away in like the eighth grade. Was it like unanswered prayers? Was it like the Garth Brooks song? Was there? I had a nice conversation with him because it was at the bar and there was a big fireman's dance going on out at the firehouse. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They, they had, couldn't like, schedule they these things. Band. They were packed. No, we we started scheduling ours and then we realized it was the same night and we're like, yeah, let's just go ahead and do it because that worked for the most people. So that's why we went that route, and I ran into some cool people. That's how my reunion was. Wow. I'm sorry that you didn't go. I yeah. Mean, it was the first time we've ever done it, so. It worked. I wore a hat. Because you're hiding your bald spot? No. You don't really don't have, have a bald spot. No, no. I, I have say, You got hair. hair. You got That's hair, what one man. of my friends said. They're like, why are you wearing a fucking hat to your 20-year reunion? Because you think you look like because that dopey baseball player, right? What? That's what it is. That dopey. I, mean, I don't think I look, look like a dopey baseball player. You look, you look player. like no, that I one don't. guy in the Cubs. I do not. You wear your hat the exact same way. I saw him on TV the other day. I'm like, oh, now I get what Clark's going with it. That's not what I'm going for. You wear the same eye level. He wears my hat eyes. You try to look like that guy. Larcher, that's enough. That's ridiculous. What am I supposed to do now? Never wear a hat again? I'm just saying there's an awful lot of likeness going on between the two of you. Our fedora is cool. I'll wear something else then. I don't care. No, I wore it because I left my hair product at home. I left my toiletry bag at home. So I didn't have anything to do. Yeah, but you have like a a cropped haircut. What do you mean? Like what in your toiletries did you need to fix your hair that you needed to wear a hat? Whatever. It it wouldn't have looked great. What, they don't have a Walgreens? Yeah, no, there's a Dollar General there. That's about it. Is the hose store still there? What? Is the hose store still there? Uh, I do believe just hoses Okay. still there. I've been trying to think of reasons to buy hose, and I want to get down to Kirkland and go to just hoses. Hey, you should head on out. You know, if it was in Canada, it'd be just hosers. 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 Nailed it. <laughs> right on top of that one, my partner. That's Funny. hilarious. How do you get yourself in this kind of a mess? A handicap match with Hillbilly Jim and Andre the Giant. Two men facing three. Big John Studd, King Kong Bundy, and yourself. You aren't. Well, th- nervous, aren't you? No, I'm not nervous. I just want to collect my thoughts and make sure everything I say is understood properly. Because it's obvious uh-huh. the World Wrestling Federation here doesn't listen to me. I know they how don't feels. care about me. Preach on, Bobby. Yes, I am a gifted athlete and a wrestler, but I don't particularly care to wrestle. And they know that. The whole thing is between Andre and the Hellbilly and Stutt and Bundy. And just because some goon at seven foot four and 500 pounds and some dumb hick from Mud Licks put their two heads together with an IQ of 10, they want a, me in the ring. They want to get their hands on Stud. They want to pick up that money for a slam. They want to get rid of Bundy because they're jealous of his size and massiveness. And they want to get rid of me because they're jealous of me. My whole life, everybody's been jealous of me. Yes. Everybody's been worried about me my whole life. Amen. They've done this to me. They've done this to me. Don't you call me Weasel either, pal. No, I didn't. You, I you said it. paranoid. No, you called me Weasel and I heard you. I, I said you're you, trying to weasel no, out of this no, match. No, no, I didn't try to weasel out. I just sounds like I our show. To do with this match. Sure. I want to sit down that chair. I want to guide my men. I don't want to get in there. I don't want some guy seven foot four putting his dirty, filthy hands on me. I don't want some hillbilly putting his dirty farm hands on me. But I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And you think it's a handicap because there's two of you against three of us. It's a handicap in your part. Because, Andrew, you were carried out of Maple Leaf Guards in Toronto. And Hillbilly Jim, you thought you stole the Manager of the Year award from me and gave it to Albano. And you didn't, because I'm Manager of the Year. And they carried you out of there, too, after that. They carried out Albano. And I'm going to guarantee you something. 
Thursday on the 12th of December. They better not bring any ambulances there to the Oakland Coliseum. They better bring some big dumpster truck so they haul the garbage out. Because that's what they're going to carry Andre out of there with and the hillbilly. Because Stud and I and Bunny are walking out of there. And don't you call me Weasel. Somebody's just calling me Weasel here. Weasel. Somebody's calling me Weasel. Let's see from behind there. Right. Yeah. Wow. The late, great Bobby the Brain Heaton. We just got the news breaking. He has uh, passed away. Uh, finally gave into the cancer that uh, uh, really suffered through for the last decade or so that really robbed us of the golden years of the, of the weasel. Sure, sure. Bobby Heenan, uh, the age I was in watching a lot of his stuff, WWE, of course, uh, I couldn't appreciate what, uh, how brilliant it was what he was doing. Oh, the best. But, I mean, now you look back at it, it's phenomenal. He was he, my greatest role model. I'm going to spend the night looking up Bobby Heenan quotes and and looking at. I'm a broadcast journalist because of Bobby Heenan. Come on. Yeah, it is. Why? That's I wanted to be Bobby Heenan. Are you serious? So I went to radio school. Yep. Because like they they wouldn't let me go to wrestling school. Right. And so who's they? You know the uh, authority the the authorities. The the authorities. The uh, parental authorities. Oh yeah. Yeah, you weren't you couldn't. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go to wrestling school. It wasn't an option. Now. Did you? Because um, that's where I wanted to go. I didn't want to go to college. How old were you when you started going to radio school? What a college? Okay, I went to college for radio. Oh, I see. All right. I, I wanted I to go to college to be a yes, wrestler. Yes, 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 yes. I wanted to be a manager. I wanted to be the greatest manager ever. And and, and uh, financially, I'm guessing your decision was broadcasting school, right? It was a financial decision. Yeah. Would you have gone to wrestling if you could have? Like, yeah, absolutely. That's what I wanted to do. All the money in the world was right in front of you. You'd have picked wrestling help school. Me, help me go to the best school out there for wrestling. Yeah, that's It'd great. be cheaper than me going to college. And today I would be a superstar. I... Superstar? Don't you think I can manage anybody? Yes, I, I'll give you that. I could go out there and we can make money. We can right. make lots and of you, money and together. you could take a bump if sure. needed. Yeah, no problem taking a bump. I got it. I wanted when to be Bobby. When did you finally Heaton. get to do some training? Where did you Where did you do your wrestling? The Great training? Paris, Illinois. You did it down there. Uh, you, you weren't you the commissioner of a? I thing did. For a I, while? Beca- I became the commissioner of the federation. I can't remember uh-huh. the name of the federation. And so you learned to take a bump there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, uh, how did how was your first bump in front of a crowd? Like, what was the situation? Um. You came out at Al, your pal, or yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I was the commentator. I was the I was the local DJ, and I was the uh, the, the uh, broadcast the commentator. I was the broadcast journalist. I was living out my dreams, Clark. And you got called out somehow. Calling the action, yeah. You had to get and called out, and why? I forget what, what what the whole deal was, but somebody was really upset, and I went in the ring, and he like hit me with like a stunner. Oh, that's fantastic! And then they arrested him. Yes, they took him out in handcuffs. Fantastic. And, uh, I, you know, I was able to walk away okay, but okay, I was really a, mad. Did you get a standing ovation on your way out where people like, be good, uh, hope you're okay, Al? I'm sure there was some of that. I don't remember. Hope you're all right. I was, I was too nervous about, you know, the whole thing. Well, he was a heel who did that to you. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I wanted to be a heel, but I was a face. Yeah, you had to be. You, you, probably, you didn't get a chance to turn? No, no, no. Oh, that'd be fantastic. What, what would your ideal heel turn be? My ideal heel turn? Yeah, how would you do it? I'd piss on the crowd. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. No, I mean, you asked me, like, superstar. the ideal You would have been situation. a superstar, you're saying. Vince would love that. <laughs> like, like, from an actual 
story, I don't know. I mean, it would obviously involve some characters. You believe that your first bump was a stunner? I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, in a rank. Like, I wasn't allowed to do anything, Is really. it pretty easy to take it, like, to take it right? Um, would you say? Like, how? I'm sure, I'm sure you trained at it, but. Yeah. Once you learn how, like they say, when you learn how to fall, How did okay. it look? Do you know? Probably terrible. Okay. Probably you terrible. Th- you think that it wasn't. I think I have a VHS somewhere of it. So you only practiced it a few times. Right. With the guys. Right. You got there early. No, I mean, I trained for like two, three months, and I was just, I mean, I was completely out of shape. Right. Like beyond out of shape. Right. And all you were learning was to take, I get it, yeah. Did you see that there was a video of a very out of shape, large, large man against a small dude, and it was the worst match I ever saw. It was a minute and 10 seconds long. No. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. I'll tweet it out. I'll send it out from the larger and larger. I hope the midget wins. Or oh, I don't know what it's the PC not a term is. It's not. It's uh, like a lucha. Oh, okay. He's got a mask and everything. Going against this really big person who I don't think could have taken a fall. Hmm. It was insane. Like I felt, I felt like the promoters should not have done that to that, to that man, to the big man. Anyway, I'm excited. I uh, I bought my ticket to just talked about it now. to Japan. They like the plane tickets bought now, so now it's it's, it's gone. For, it's done. The main reason of your trip is for some wrestling, professional right. wrestling. Right. What's the shows? Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, you're doing, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. I'm going to their WrestleMania. When do tickets go on sale for that? They go on sale in October. There's some. How many seats? Um, About 50,000. It's a Tokyo Dome. It's a Tokyo Dome. Okay. A lot of baseball. The Cubs opened a season there once. I, I remember that, I believe. Yeah. It's uh, It happened in my lifetime, right? As a matter of fact, I think that's yeah. what you're probably going to get brought back. I think I'm going to get you a hat from the Tokyo team. There's oh, two teams that slick. play there. That'd be slick. And there's one there's one logo I really like of the two teams. So, Holy crap. But the other one looks too... Would you instruct me how to wear the hat? Because you have issues with the way I wear my hat. I'll find some of the gaijin, the Americans playing baseball in Japan. Okay. And I'll see which one you look most like. Oh, Jesus. And I'll send you some pictures so maybe you can model the hat after that. That's ridiculous. That is interesting, though. Like wrestling, baseball has yeah. So the Americans there, too. Right. And some of the Americans, like there was this guy, Tuffy Rhodes, for the Chicago Cubs, Al. Uh, he, his first game ever was the first game of the season this one season. And he had three home runs in his first game as a Major League Baseball player. Tuffy Rhodes, he was gone from the team within like a year. Went uh-huh. to Japan, set their single season home run record. Right, like it's awesome. Those stories are fantastic. The movie uh, Mr. Baseball with Tom Selleck. Yeah, I remember it. Of course, I'm bringing boring up movie. Boring. The only Terrible. things that I know about Japan right here. This, this is what I'm list, listing. Well, this is about the dome that's there. Yeah, I'm in. Fifty thousand, uh, and seat tickets are on sale now. Are you? They're going on sale in October, but you got to go through like, it's weird. You have to go through like a company that buys the tickets there. You send them money and they go, they buy the tickets. And then oh. when you get to Japan, they bring them to your hotel room. Oh, that's wild. Is that how everything sells there? Or is that just to Americans? Uh, well, that's just how Americans can get tickets. There's, that's not, that's like a ticket broker, right? Yeah, right. It's it's a it's not sanctioned necessarily. No, somebody's buying. It is this. It's a ticket broker. Someone's buying the yeah. ticket for you. It's uh, but then scalpers. They don't mail it to you. They deliver it to your room when you get to Japan. That's service. A little weird though. Why? A little weird. Do you think they're going to show up with other people? No, I would just rather them mail me the ticket. 
and not have yeah. to deal with like meeting up with you know like well what time uh, when when are you gonna go? I don't speak Japanese you know okay but I'm sure that they, they probably speak they speak English right because there's line of work they're dealing with American yeah yeah other people. they're very I mean they they get some, I can't speak one language let alone two so right props to them but there's gonna be imagine trying to communicate with me in only knowing like school English yeah no I uh. I get it. I understand. It's going to be difficult, but you're just going to have to be on top of your game for a little while. The other thing maybe, is maybe not be high. Yeah, I can't be What's high. What's the marijuana Japan? situation there? No, no go. No shit. No go. They're very serious there's about no work. Cool scene about it. Like, they love work. They don't want no any. No places that are giving a hundred. Uh... No, because then you start dealing with the mafia, and like they they warn you, like don't deal with the mafia. Okay. So the mafia has marijuana and the cops, I guess, will just stop you on the streets there and be like, hey, passport. Oh, wow. And like, yeah, like, they'll. but seriously, they, it's like you go to jail with pot. OK, like it's a big deal. That's understandable. So. All right. That's good. So you'll, that's good for that. You'll be on top of your game. Is that one of the but uh, now, prostitution lions on your shirt? Are you wearing one of the Art Institute lions on your shirt? That's that. That's excellent. Very keen. Uh, Great building. Yeah. The Art Institute 2014 was voted the number one museum in the world on TripAdvisor.com. This is my line of shirts, Clark. <laughs> Isn't there a copyright on that, on a picture of that thing, probably? I took the picture. Yeah, but don't you think, like, they, you can't. You can't, no, you can't. I don't think you can copyright an image. True. You can copyright a picture, a photograph, yeah. but you can't copyright the right to take a picture of something. Okay. Maybe I don't like I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe because I guess you can't. Right. Well, no. I'm. You got me all twisted here. So Japan was Bobby Heenan ever in Japan? Oh yeah. No kidding. Have you seen stuff? I remember uh, him talk when I I talked to him on my radio show once. Okay. And he uh, he told some stories and one of them was going to Japan with uh, Andre the Giant. Oh. Okay. Like as his manager. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I think it was China. I don't. But I can't wait. Oh, I wish you had that archive somewhere. I know. I do, too. That's one thing I've looked at over and like, over for. These days, it would, it would whatever yeah. service you're doing, it would automatically be that way. He was, um, he had the throat thing. Like, I know he lost, like, his jaw. He hadn't lost his jaw yet. But, jaw was still there. But I he just had, one. like, his first throat yeah, cancer. Yeah, he still had some weight. So. Like, he didn't. He hadn't yet dropped a lot of weight yeah. at that point either. Like around the Hall of Fame time? It was yeah. around the time he popped back, I think, for um, – they did like a – something at WrestleMania. Because I remember okay. I was supposed to do the interview, and he actually emailed me back. He's like, hey, listen uh, – because all I did was email him. I found his email address, and I'm like, hey, if this is really Bobby Heaton, I'd love to have you on the show. And uh, he's like, yeah, I got nothing going on. Cool. Yeah, And then he, he, we set up a date, and he emails me like a week before, and he's like, hey, I just got asked to do something with the WWE. Oh. You're not allowed to do any media for like 90 days. He's like, but after those 90 days, we're right back on, you know, everything's oh, cool. Oh, great. So then I had to wait 90 days, and okay. then I had him on. Oh, and, that's fantastic. And he, he, like, he gave me like a half an hour, and he, it just reminded me of talking to like uh, the grandpa's neighbor. Wow. Okay. You know, because he was like retired, living in Tampa. He right. just had the surgery. Was it all interesting to you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great. He, then he, somebody was interested in that. He there talked. 
there were people who were happy you did that interview. Oh, I'm nice sure. Job. Well done. He talked a lot about um, people grocery, like he'd go grocery shopping. Yep. And his favorite activity to do was he would put weird things in other people's carts. Okay. So that, that was how he was keeping himself uh, occupied. That's hilarious. So it sounds like Bobby Heaton was Bobby Heaton right to the end. And, you know, West in peace. Oh, that's great. What you got going on over there? Checking into a few things. Hang on a minute. Like uh, the Chicago Bears. Well, it certainly was an unusual combination to Fantasy begin with. Football. Speaking of Kamala teaming up with Sika, I knew there would be no continuity whatsoever there in that team. But no signals signal? you, You'll get the signal. You'll hear everything and you'll see everything. We have, we have an interview okay. coming up. Let's go to Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre. In fact, the interview we're about to see is with the Hart Foundation and Danny Davis. He doesn't have a clue because he can't even hear me right now. Oh, but that's great. We're gonna, he'll know in a moment. Mr. Baseball. As it was. You know, You're Mr. Baseball. These guys are great. That's, of course, is the late, great Gorilla Monsoon with the late, great Bobby Hina. Yeah. Reunited in heaven doing, a, doing a broadcast. Are. They um. They were uh, they were my childhood. Come on, man. They were fantastic. All this stuff, by the way, available on the WWE Network. Just nine ninety nine. Well worth it for sure. And maybe you can convince them to kind of make their stuff easier to search for. I'm getting better at it. Good. I'm getting better at it. They've I, updated it a little bit. They finally have where you could skip match to match. Yeah. So now I'm watching pay per views in like forty five minutes. Oh, that's great. I watched uh, SummerSlam with a. Match made in heaven and the match made in hell. Yep. Elizabeth marries a uh, macho man. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, I don't think she's as hot as. Uh... You remember? Yeah. She was class. She was classy, right? Like that was her. Yeah, but like I. She was built up to be. She's classy. I don't. I didn't. She wasn't all that hot. I'm gonna say it. I don't think that she needed to be. She wasn't. That's not what she was. She wasn't hot. She wasn't like a... She was Miss Elizabeth. She was supposed to be hot. No, Miss Elizabeth was supposed to be a very classy lady. And she is a beautiful woman. She's the first lady of wrestling. I think she's a beautiful woman. Maybe not hot. You don't have to be hot. I tell you, Scary Sherry was kind of hot. For sure. Yeah. Now, the girls got really hot. She seemed like any gal from small town. Like, Sherry. Like, not any gal, but like no. a gal who's a little more classy, but dresses a little bit weird. She works in a bar in a small town. Yes, no doubt about it. Yeah. That's her, that's her costume. But not like a sleazy bar, but like she's definitely at the bar. Like the most popular bar in town. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. Uh, Sammy Watkins is currently scoring four points Ugh. with a minute and 49 in the game. And the current score is... Snowflakes 112 and Trump's Excellence 102.9. Al and I are playing each other this week in the league that I'm the commissioner of, the Untitled Fantasy Football 2017 League. Do you think that's cute? What? The uh, Untitled name? No, I don't. Because you seem to highlight that a lot. Like Every time you're like, the Untitled. What? The way you accent it is like you're like right. It's definitely the name today of the league. I, I was thinking about it, and I might change it because today I realized, or I'll leave it because of this, that Untitled Fantasy Football 2017 in itself is an oxymoron. It's obviously titled, 
the name of the title is Untitled Fantasy Football 2017. You can keep going in a circle like that for a while, Al. Is this what you do with the baby? What? Is this what you think about? Like, like when the baby's chilling and you guys are just, you know, kick back, relax. Right now, Yahoo projects that Snowflakes are going to win this contest by a score of 127.28 to Trump's excellence, 125.65. We've got a barn burner, guys. Right now, you have Gurley and Watkins going virtually. Both of your guys would probably be running if – would be in a good position because – Yeah, but you haven't faced my defense yet, man. Yeah. Once that defense, once the Atlanta defense takes Dude. the field, people are going to But gonna then be... when Jordy Nelson, who you also have, lights him up, your Atlanta points are gone. Oh, no, no. He's going to get a lot of um, catches. Oh, your league's only half a point because you, you, that's how you skim. What? That's how you scam the system. What do you mean half a point? You have half points receptions in your league. Yeah. You don't play a standard one point. Right. Right. I came in. You make I receivers that way. You make receivers less important. Well, which is why now, I don't you have. We were in a league. league with a lot of these guys with me last year, and there was no PPR. A lot of the guys in the league don't do PPR, and I studied up on it before, and I was like, hey, I want to introduce, like, looked up introducing PPR into a league. So they said, start out soft. Like, PPR is for exa- advanced players. It became a thing because people were getting bored with regular fantasy football. They wanted to add more. That's why uh-huh. PPR became, and it was experienced players. So PPR, oh, I'm, I'm going half points with it. I, an, I announced that beforehand. So well, I didn't When you're re- putting your numbers into your doodad, you're looking that stuff up first, right? Of course. Because right. I'm an experienced player. Same here. So what, are you taking advantage of these uh, the small-town folk? Is this what's going on here? Yeah. No. That's what it sounds like to me. Why? No, a lot of guys. I talked to a lot of guys. They wanted Because you're an advanced player. They, no, they wanted PPR. I'm not an advanced player. Sometimes I get lucky. Wow. I'm figuring it out. But don't get mad if I end up winning this thing, but I think you're going to pull it out. I'm not going to get mad if I win it, but I'm not going to lose it. I feel like going back to Bobby Heaney's play tonight. I hope you're all right with that. Sure. We'll go back and forth. You're the chief of that league, man. You're the president. They're an experienced player. There are real lyrics. Yeah. Hail to the chief. Do you know the lyrics? Hail to the chief. He makes mighty mean sandwiches. Wow. Al, thank you for your sandwiches. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate the, the beef sandwich. Um, I had it in my head, too, ever since Kellen mentioned it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll be- go and have his sandwiches for sure sometime. But I'm really glad that you made it tonight because I wanted one soon. Well, I definitely wanted a... I might have a half a he sandwich. He did plant yeah. the seed, though. He's got some uh, Italian beef sandwiches. Spore peppers, some mild jardinera. I'm a mild jardinera guy. Nice yeah. work. Thank you. I know. I know you are. I don't know if you plan that or... No, you don't like the spicy. What a host. We salute you one and all. Yep. Hail. Well, anyways, Trump's excellence is going to roll over the snowflakes tonight. And uh, that's going to feel good. It might. Hey, give us a call. That phone number is 760. 
4548834. Clark's done talking with me. He needs if somebody else on the line. Call. Please, please send it send Clark uh, like why me. why now? We do this during shows. 347-945-6131. That's the number to call. It's the Sports Attic with Larcher and Lawrence, and you just gave this information. You can shoot us a tweet at 312-620-7637. 312-620-7637. Give us a ring. Fantasy Al. Uh, that league's going all right. Um, I might have a chance in that. I have at least a chance in all three of my leagues still. At this time of recording this at 633, that Denver game's probably, oh, no, that's winding down now, right? Yeah, I would think most finally got it started. So I oh, it started late, so it's probably still going. I finally did the way you're supposed to play fantasy football this week. What'd you do? And played 20, 20 some odd games. Okay, you know, at a lower price point, all in the same game. Daily fantasy draft. Yeah, and uh, I'm not making money this week, but I could see how it happens. You know, it's just like firing a bunch of missiles and and trying to hit the target. Okay. You know, you just got so much in the field. You just, and every team is different. So if one guy's having, like I got teams with Brady, they're more Mm -hmm. successful than those teams that obviously have Kirk Cousins or. Right. And there's a percentage, like only one player is at like 40% on all teams. And this week it was Marquise Lee. uh, The Jacksonville wide receiver who only cost like 3,300. And I think he put up, Okay. So he did his job. Um, but then, so it's like building the soft players yeah. that are going to give you low, pro, low cost and put up good numbers. Okay. And then changing a bunch of different stars at the top so you get the right combination. I'm with you. But uh, good news for your, one of your lineups here. Uh, CJ Anderson just scored. Nice. You got him. Rolling. Yeah, Dude. like I normally wouldn't play CJ Anderson. This one here is, that's paying you five bucks. Back, uh, but the entry is nineteen. Nineteen. There's nineteen teams in that league. A oh, buck, that's a buck a game. Top okay. prize is five hundred. Wow, a buck a game. A buck a game. So I have nineteen. I have twenty-one games. I have twenty-one teams oh. in this game. Okay. Or nineteen games, I guess. Nineteen teams in this one in game. This game. Okay. And there's like ten thousand, eleven thousand people playing, and I have a team that's in the top one hundred right now, or it's two fifty-one. Yeah. And it's only going to get me five dollars back. But let's say I had three teams that actually had right, a good week. Right, then you're week. almost there. Right, right, or three teams that had a good week, but or you spread out four teams that all had fives. You know, this, this team had Brady, Gordon, White, Gronkowski, and the Buccaneers. Okay, so yeah, I mean Fitzgerald's the only bust. One player fucked the whole team. Excuse my language. Two players really, but we're talking money now. So, you know, swears are allowed to come he, out. Put the kid away now. He's got me, too. Yeah, Thielen was the other one. I should have known Bradford wasn't playing, and I should have moved off that. But when you have 21 teams, that's the other thing. Yep. It's hard to make those last-minute yeah. adjustments, but I got to get better at that. I had somebody uh, hit me up this morning about joining a uh, Daily Fantasy. They needed one more for a $10 winner-take-all, so winner-takes 81. Currently, I'm in second place. Was it the Rooster? Yeah, the rooster's in here. Yeah, he hit me up too. Who is that? Uh, Do you know that? Chad, uh, my oh. best man. Oh, Farmer Chad. I thought it was a scam artist. I thought it was just a guy I played in the past who was trying to take my money. Oh no! I didn't play the game. Oh, I saw that invite. If I would have known it was Chad, I would have been in. Oh well, I'm kind of glad you weren't because it lit a fire under my ass and it got me in. 
Um, and it got me back in. So I'm in now. And I'm currently in second place of the winner take all. Uh, I have 60 PMR left. The guy in first has zero. Okay. How many points ahead is he? Six, five. And, oh, and who do you have left? I have one. I told you Fitzgerald screwed me there. Yeah. But going this evening is, uh, hang on. How, yeah. How about Mr. Freeman with Atlanta? Oh, you're fine. You got this. But there's some guys behind you. Mark and Easy E with 120 player minutes remaining. And what they have left is a quarterback and a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Who, who is it? A quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan. Yeah. That's scary shit. Right. That's some scary shit. And then a wide receiver. Could it be Jordy? I don't even. How cheap was Cohen this week? Or Hunt? Hunt was fairly cheap. Like, he was somebody you should have looked at, Dude, but I was kind of. Fucking, uh, he killed me. I faded on him a little. He killed me. Uh, my mistake was starting both Fitzgerald and uh, Nelson. Uh, what is it? J.J. Nelson from Arizona? Yeah. I started them both. Now, they both together netted me 31 points. However, 26 of those came from Nelson. Nelson, yeah. I should have. Nelson was the better play, too. My, my analytics, man. I just I went with it this week. I went very heavy in the analytics this week, too, where it wasn't. I didn't have a good gut, I didn't have a good gut feeling on a lot or of players. did you just kind of run out of time? No, no. Sometimes that happens. I, well, today, I didn't have time. I wanted to test the models. Like, I built – so I used three different models. And models are how you rate the projection system. Okay. So, like, you might weigh – you might say, hey, listen, I think it's more important what Vegas is saying is happening in this game right. versus the projected points, you know, Yahoo is telling you. Yes. So you set these sliders and you, you create these models that give you rating projections of what the players are going to do. Uh-huh. And the pros give you some, um, you know, there, there's pro models out there. So yes. you, you could use the same ones they're using, although I doubt it's really the ones they're using. I think it's just the ones they put out to the public. That's like, yeah, this is close. You know, you, you could get lucky with this. Um, okay. So I buy teams. So it's like going to different stores. And the different stores are giving you different prices on the players. Okay. And it's like, okay, this guy definitely is worth the price tag that's there by him. So I buy teams based on those, those ratings. Mm-hmm. And then you could also just randomly generate saying, hey, I want different teams completely di- built different that the computer will just generate. Right. Which I know people hate. Like that's people feel like they're playing bots, but right. it makes sense. Cause I can't go there and go, you know, pie chart 21 teams and go, okay, Brady's going to be in four. Let me do this guy in one. Right. Let me make the variance here. So the computer does it for you. Okay. So I build teams and then I use the generated teams and I'm trying to figure out if my built teams play better than the generated. Okay. Teams. All right. I see. So, and then it breaks everything down. Like right now, Aaron Rodgers is in 40% of my leagues. Matt Ryan's in 33 Wow. Tom Brady's in seven. Cousins is in seven. So I, I screwed myself unless Aaron Rodgers has a great game because Tom Brady in 7% should have been at that 40%. Right. So. Right. Brady, uh, Brady got it done. Yeah, Brady did it. I'm glad I, I'm, I played him. Yeah. Smart play. Uh, Gordon. That was solid. Gordon's in. I'm like. Evans. Most, yeah. Mike, Michael Evans. Michael? He just tore up the Bears today a little bit. Oh, um, Mike Jacques Rogers. Mike. Oh, Mike. Okay. And then uh, the no. new AJ, the new AJ Green is what I call him, Mike Evans. Okay. It tastes better. 
Gerald was played in 33%. If anybody wants to call in with their lineups, we'd love to discuss your lineup as well. Cool. You got yeah, to rate it. I want to hear about it. How, how, how's fantasy going for you at 6.40 p.m.? 347-945-6131. Because God knows people uh, who are really into fantasy are, are sitting around listening to a podcast right now. Why would they not be? 312-620-7637. That is where you can text us. Give me a ring. Huh. I'll be damned. Yeah. The Bears today, uh, man, they got their asses kicked. Whoo, boy. I mean, it was it was embarrassingly bad. It was everything that could go wrong went wrong. You know, people were dropping balls. People were fumbling balls. People were being idiots. Picking up a... Uh, that, yeah. Oh, man. He does not oh, need to be dude. on the punt team. Yeah, no, he's going to get hurt. You have said that before. Yeah, he's a small man. Leave him to the magic, not the fucking mojo. I agree. I agree completely. I don't know. It, I- uh, Mike Lennon? This was this game was worse than last week. By the way, in all my uh, models, yeah, zero bears. Wow, yeah. I had the Bears defense in thirteen percent, which really hurt. But I had Ooh. Tampa Bay in twenty-seven. Okay, so a little bit of a recovery. Yep. My big. Do you know play. how many total yards the Bears had? <laughs> Two. No, I'm gonna guess uh, two twenty. 310. Okay. Tampa Bay had 311. Well, do you want to know? Uh, we were on the offense like that, a lot. Do you like that minus three that the Bears got on turnovers today? Brutal. Four to one. Oh, man, that one pick was all him. No doubt about it. The one he threw a pick to the flat, pick six. Yeah. That was all him. Uh, I think we got just uh, we got a backup quarterback. We do. We paid starter money. Well, <laughs> It's okay money. I mean, I don't like making the big deal out of the money. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Is it okay to say that about Glennon right now? You got yourself – you're a, a guy who's a backup is starting for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't really defend him. I think he's very he – sh, he, he's shown proficiency. Sure. And today he was the, he, it was the opposite, I guess. He, he wasn't at all. He, I mean, he, I think they moved the ball sometimes. They got a lot of first downs. At, at one point, I think they were five of eight on first on third down conversions today. So I mean, they were getting some things done, but the mistakes were devastating, beyond devastating. That first yeah. drive was, was starting to look decent. Bears had nineteen first downs. Tampa Bay had twenty-two. Did you see the touchdown? Which one? The Bears got a touchdown. I, I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> I went to bed and I woke up and I turned the TV on. I go, this yeah. thing's still on. And then I saw the touchdown. I'm like, oh, well, at least we didn't get shut out. There's hope. Oh, it was scored with 143 left in the game. Yeah. Oh, man. That was just the, we're putting points on the damn board. Yeah. We're not being shut out. We, can't. we got a little shit. bit of pride. And it was Thompson on the catch. Did you think at halftime you'd see anybody? No. You'd see number 10? Not at all. Never crossed my mind. Do you think, uh, what week are you thinking? Well, I think projections just moved him up a little better. Um, I would say. I'd say week four. Wow. What were we saying before? Five or six? six? Wow. I'm still not. I don't know. 
Yeah, I know. It'll be a feeling. Tough. It'll be a feeling, and you'll feel it. Where all of a sudden they'll be like, oh, yeah, this is done. Let's, we, it's time now. It's when you get mad. When you're finally pissed off at this team, you're going to be like, let's, get, let's see the other kid. Because we're not yeah. mad yet. We had a really close game against the Falcons that, that felt good. It felt like a win, even though it wasn't. And then this game, you just you, you feel bad, and you start now you're starting to get a little angry, like oh man, this this offense isn't moving at all. And if this is the same thing next week, people are going to get really pissed. Now you're going into week four, and the talk is there, and people are are fired up. Yeah. If Glennon has a decent week next week, he's going to put out a lot of fires, and the projections are going to move even farther down yep. the line. For let me tell you something, uh, there are some pissed off fans. Oh, I'm sure. Season ticket holder right here on a Bears post from today. Sell the team, Virginia. You are embarrassing the Bears franchise, its fans, and your father with the incompetent ownership you and your family have displayed. Wow. That's harsh. It's harsh, man. Was that, was that somebody famous? Is there a check there? Virginia. No, it's an un, unnamed season ticket holder on one of their posts. Do, uh, well, I mean, it's named, but... Can you look at the guy? Yeah. How many how many followers does this guy have? Oh, I can't. No, I I got it in a okay, in a GIF. So I mean, I want to know if this is just some dude with uh you know fifty people. Right. No, it's just some dude. He wrote it on one of the Bears posts. Right. So I mean, other people could see it. It's just it's interesting. People are pissed. People are people are pissed. I'm just saying the the tipping point. Of anger isn't there yet. Mike Evans seemed to do what he wanted. It tastes better. Um, Did you catch uh, the Greg Olson news? I saw he got hurt. Is Bro- he done? Broken foot. Oh, yeah. I don't know the timetable or anything, but that <laughs> it's a while. So that stinks. Man, I like Greg Olson. I've always been a fan, yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's ever... Uh... He was a guy I was sad when we got rid of. He was like one of the few people I've ever been like, man, why do we get rid of that guy? Right, yeah. I agree completely. He, um, it was because of Mart. Mart right. had come in with Lovey. They had been together down at the greatest show on turf. Lovey was his defensive coordinator with the St. Louis Rams. And uh, Mart does, famously doesn't use tight ends to catch balls. Yeah. They're blockers, which is crazy. And they traded him because of it. Mm. Ridiculous. Al, I got your next tattoo right here. Okay. This is amazing. There it is. He's turning. Oh, no. <laughs> it's uh, it's somebody. With... I'll retweet this from our account. Wow. Facebook. You can head to our Facebook page. Somebody has. It's the big gold belt. No, well, it's the old WWF one. That's fantastic. It's a tattoo of a world championship belt. That's hilarious. I don't know if I want to send this to anybody. No, what the hell? We'll share it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, having a belt tattoo, I think, is really... What is that? This happens to be the real championship belt. That's not Hogan's belt, Brain. I know the champ's belt when I see it. Whoa. You're right. Comparing this belt to Hulk Hogan's belt would be like comparing ice cream to horse manure. Whoa. Comparing the men that wear these belts did Flair bring like that? Oh, yeah. That's North. right. Flair brought a big gold belt that right looks suspiciously like a... Uh, from the other organization. In the future, he might be coming to the World Wrestling Federation. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. 
the guy have a name? This is yes, a great has promo. A name. This man not only has challenged Hogan on oh, numerous yeah. occasions, unanswered, may I add. If you want to compare him, fine. Then let's compare Hulk Hogan to Rick Flair. Woo! That's a chills weird. down by my Wow. Spine. And that is how Ric Flair first stepped into Natalia's, the WWF. And that whole promo, the best part of that promo, Bobby Heaton is talking to Grill Monsoon, as you just heard. Yes. And standing next to them wearing a taxi-colored outfit is uh, Natalia's dad just pulling on his, tucking on his uh, goatee. He's their taxi driver at this point, yeah, huh? He might be the taxi driver. I don't know what was going <laughs> on there. But definitely hey, a little... He, he was still getting a paycheck, man. Greg the Anvil. Fantastic. Yep. Absolutely wonderful. I always liked uh, the Anvil better than Bret Hart. Yeah. He was fun. Yeah. He was always he tugging was more at his of a character. Bret Hart was just a guy. He's boring. Just a Canadian dude talking, yeah. which, fine. I, I Not bashing on Bret On the excellence of execution. It worked, but the character was a little boring. He was boring. He was a dull man. It's all right. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with it. He made God it work. Speed. He made dull work somehow. It happens. Nice hat. Pulls out over your face. It's a very important night. Be busy. Do something. You hear that, Clark? Yeah. I'm getting there. It's like Bobby's always talking to you. The greatest world heavyweight champion in the history of this great sport. And it's my pleasure to introduce, you got it, the real world champion, Rick Flair. It sounds like fake. It is fake sound effects. It has to be. Stand up. There you go. Stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. I think when I enter the show. Yeah, those are canned. I think the show should start with you, like, doing the intro. Mm -hmm. And then everybody stands up, and then I come in. I'll come out from the bathroom curtain. Okay. That sounds fantastic. Here in the studio for the audience. Yeah, we don't need need to put it on actual. I'd do a Facebook Live of that. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm usually against uh, the, the, being on the film with it, but sure. We could we could plan it right, and maybe we could shower. I don't know. Are um, you trying to send me a message? No. Just so you know, I showered last night. Wait a minute. I wasn't saying you need to take a shower. I feel like you just told me I needed to. Take, we could shower. No, I'm saying like, what do you, you want, want to shower with like, me? Now this, this is getting really weird. For this shot, I want like the hair. Like, I want it. Style and profile. So you're saying I Woo! should, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we could get you to the stylist. We could get something done. It looks great, by the way. I don't know what you've been doing lately, but that hair, you're doing a good now, job. I see that this is bullshit because Why what people don't understand. Bullshit? Because I just woke up and I haven't done anything. Well, I'll tell you what, you did really in my hair. In my hair with nothing done, I look like Einstein. It looks so. great. I would never say you look like Einstein, but yeah, I get it. I get what you mean. Like, and it's it's humid as fuck. It, listen, it, it, right here in the sports attic tonight, it is it is freaking uh, Central Africa. We should have a talk with management about how hot it is. I mean, we are on the equator, man. This is like holy shit. You know, attics get hot because it's high and heat rises, and uh, so do we. It's a good thing we don't have a guest tonight because the, the 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 AC is failing us somehow this evening. It's September something. Yeah. September 10th. We shouldn't be running it. Is it September 10th? September uh, 17th. Remember about a week ago? When I don't know if we're doing a show right now. It was the 9-11 thing. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on. 
No, we're doing a show. <laughs> well, it says it's the tenth. Hang on a second. And it does have all like the options. What are you looking? At? Lots of bears and fantasy talk. End of the week, one early games. But then it says September tenth, showtime. Yeah, that thing's wrong. We're on. Are you sure we're on? I don't feel like we're on right now. We're on. Okay, if you say so. You got my head back in the game, Coach. Hang on, I'm going to trust me, you here. Let me double check here. Jesus Christ. This is my favorite part of every podcast I ever listen to. It's when they're just not sure. You see right there where it says on air, stream left, 106? You see something that says we're on air? Yes. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll take your Wait, word for you it, man. Need, you need to be on, though, right? Like, it, it shows that we're there. Look, here. This is fantastic. All right. See that there? Yeah, yeah. Mine's totally different. Totally different. Are you in a different time? I am in a different time, so Where I might already you, be in sir? Japan. It's oh, the call day. box is open, though. I do see the call box. The online call. So we're in, we're on something. I don't know if we're on a show right now. We might be on the wrong show. We're on something. We, well, that's for sure. Uh, we, 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 <laughs> I, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, this Bears game. Wow. It it just was embarrassing. I'm feeling better about the NFL this year, though. I, I feel like it was nice seeing Brady bounce back. Curious to see what. What? You, I love how you, you have to do that right into the microphone. Yeah. Let people All know. All the cool for sure. podcasters are doing it. Olympic hero. He's an American hero. He's talking to me about me again. Oh, how about Vince McMahon getting uh, beat down? Yeah, how about that? Wow. Um, that was impressive. I was not expecting it. No. No way in hell, I would think. No chance in hell of that. No chance. But he even got out like a you're fired, but prefaced it so he didn't have to actually fire him. Yeah. We got some good vintage Vince stuff out there. We got some really good Vince. He had to walk. He's a little waddle down in the ring. <clears throat> Is he too old to do what he did? Oh, for sure. You know, but that's what why it was cool. That's why it mattered because this was like even five years ago before he really looked old. It was like uh, it would have been like, oh, okay, you know, taking a bump for his uh, business. Where this is just like, oh my god, he that man could kill him. So he bled on the headbutt from Kevin Owens. Bleeding uh, was old a, man, seventy year old Vince McMahon. Yeah, 70, yeah. 72, I believe. Seventy two year old Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I feel like such an idiot when I say the full name like that. I feel like Marks. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he uh, he bled. And I think you had said to me, I can't see where he bladed. Right. <clears throat> because you couldn't. <laughs> no, it's a headbutt, and his hand never goes to his forehead. Never. And he yeah. just starts bleeding. But it, the, the bleed looked weird. It was like in a perfect circle almost. Right. It was like somebody put it like a push pin. Like yes. a, like a yeah. multi- Right. Like a scratch pad. Right, right. So then you find out later that maybe that's what it was because he had like a fake skin put over a blade. Yeah. From what I understand that held the blood in until 
until they took the I mean, it was fantastic. I don't care if like I think the blading is fantastic for it. I don't like it. It amazes me. I think they're scary. Like they, they were when I'm like very Ooh. calculated with it though. Like you could see they lined it up. They had practiced that quite a bit. Yeah. I guarantee it. Owens isn't going to want to fuck that up. No, but, but it still, worked really well in the storyline. Everything, because you know he's not a Vince guy. Like traditionally, what everybody knows of Vince is that Kevin Owens is not a Vince McMahon wrestler. You know what I mean? Like he he goes against that thought. So it just worked really well to have him come out there, and it got some heat. It got Owens some heat, which is great, especially a guy who was doing some comedy with Jericho for a while. Yeah, it's good to see him be able to get that heat still. It was good. It was serious. Owens is good. It was serious and it felt serious and yeah. But I don't. I hope that's the last time Vince does that. Do you think he corners Shane? What I think is going to happen is he's going to beat the hell out of uh, Shane to the point where Owens. Yeah. Where Dad has to come out. Well, maybe even Dad comes out and he pushes down Dad and he just continues beating the bloody hell out of Shane. Like, Shane takes a crazy bump off of the thing, and he, then Owens just starts beating, just yeah. dismantling That's him. That's where you got to go. That's and great. then from the back, it's time to play the game. Triple H comes out with a sledgehammer, takes out Owens. Crowd actually chairs for Triple H, finally. Uh, you know, because people like Triple H because of NXT. That totally kills the... Uh, didn't... Uh, didn't he pretty much hand Owens the Universal Championship? He did, but now he's taking it back. So that right there just discredits the that storyline, I think. Well, no, because Owens took it too far. Owens was placed there by Triple H to be the corporate guy, and oh, and now he's gone too far. He's attacked the family. Interesting, excellent point. That so could now be it. Now Shane, who's always had it. The problem with Stephanie and Sh- and Triple H, and everyone thought they were heading to a match. I mean, tell me what's a better WrestleMania match: Shane McMahon versus Triple H, or or uh, Owens versus Triple H? Yeah, with Owens as like a stone cold like he just doesn't give a damn. He just took out this this monster, or he didn't take out a monster. He took out Shane McMahon, but beat him like Shane McMahon's never been beaten. And now he's coming after Triple H because he can't Triple hit H Stephanie. Can Triple H do it without getting hurt? Yeah. Triple H still wants to wrestle. Triple H could still put on his boring matches. But I do know he also has he, – he gets hurt. Like you see his quad go or whatever. Yeah, but he only has to do one match a year. True. Yeah, as he should. And now if Owens were to topple him, then – which I wouldn't think would happen, but mm-hmm. that would be crazy. Yep. And if the fans started turning on the McMahons, which very well could happen – you could yep. go the other direction and make Owens into Stone Cold. I would have never thought that the first thing that we talk about on this show was a SmackDown thing. Yeah. With what's happening on Raw. Because I'm very happy with, with the Raw where they're building to this No Mercy. No Mercy is going to be uh, as big of a card as some of the big four. Yeah, I agree. And by the big four, I'm talking about like the big four wrestling pay-per-views. I was thinking about this the other day. Where both brands are there. And I was going to email uh, email another podcast, but I figured, well, why not just do it here? Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a WrestleMania in recent memory that has had matches that have been great matches. Yeah. There have been some big like matches you want to see, but the argument with WrestleMania is it's always they bring back their, their big stars who are semi-retired, like The Rock, right. and they let the celebrities get involved. 
I say why not, because the network now, why not have great matches throughout the year? Okay. And instead of saving them all for WrestleMania, where by the time they get to WrestleMania, someone's hurt, someone's contract's up, something happens. I'm with you. When people are excited to see the match, you give it to them. And then at WrestleMania, you make it a spectacle. You bring right. your stars right. out. Well, I've been interested in No Mercy for quite some time here. They've, they've been building that. SmackDown Live just got me. Like, they just got me. I'm like, okay, I'm watching that pay-per-view. And it's Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Which Vince was there to announce, right? Yes. Not to get his ass beat. Well, it was fantastic. It looked good. It got me instantly involved. So I Speaking think, of, oh. So I think I'm bringing uh, some Malort to Tokyo. Oh. I was looking at the customs of the, uh, like, what you could bring into the country. Okay. And you are allowed to bring in, untaxed, three bottles of alcohol. Oh, interesting. So nothing's more Chicago than Malort. Right. Even though Malort's horrible. I don't know where you stand on Malort, but I, I think it's just, uh, uh, it's disgusting. It's um, an acquired taste. Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. It's still just as bad as it was the first time I did it. But I do know people who like drink it regularly without grimacing. Like they like oh, the drink. After a couple, after a couple shots, you you could take it without any problem. Right. You're sure. You once you acquire the taste, it's it's completely a beverage you can drink. But hello, there are it, it, our good friend Brent always points out there are other drinks that have a higher alcohol content. Yeah. That taste better. Right. Like I'd rather have a shot of Jameson. Right. Right, of course. This is just strictly a welcome to Chicago. Yeah. Um, I had a guy that I thought was interested in. I, I said, hey, have you done Malort before? And he's like, no. And I said, but you know what it is, right? And he's like, oh, yeah. Well, I didn't realize this. He was lying about having known what it was. So we go to do the shot. Like, I thought he knew that it was going to be one of the worst shots that he's ever had. He did not. And after he did it, he's like, holy shit, that's terrible. And had no idea the history of what Malort was. And I just assumed it was silly. Malort. If you haven't had Malort in your parts of the world, which you might not if you're not in the Chicagoland area. It's, um, it's a foul-tasting alcoholic liqueur that the first, the first shot of it, your body doesn't know how to process. Yes. And it assumes it's poison. And you take the shot, it goes down where you go, oh, that was okay. And then a second later, the word, it, it tastes like something pooped in your mouth. Yes. And then that taste lingers, and it just gets worse it's and worse. Somehow, Chicago bars are able to charge the same price for that as a shot of Jameson. Right. Like, it's silly. And it has lower alcohol content. Lower alcohol content, and it sucks. But the demand is there. Right, because People it's drink. Chicago history. It right. shows it's part of being part of the show, you know? It's part of being uh, uh, part of our team, being part of the city. There's a sports bar. Kind of a sports bar. It's kind of an awesome place. Uh, it's my favorite bar by Wrigley Field, Nisei Lounge. I follow them on Twitter. And uh, they do infused Malort quite often. Yeah. They, like, infuse their Malort. Like, they do, like, a sport pickle infused Malort. And that's their thing. Right. And, uh, yeah. And I think it's only three bucks. It's pretty sweet. So Good little spot. There's a guy who, actually, he's taking on Cody Rhodes in Vegas for the uh, – Ring of Honor title. Okay. He's a guy I've talked about like week in, week out. Suzuki. Okay. He's the yep. mean MMA guy. He's like yeah. 50. He was just a badass. Yep. 
So he's taking on Cody Rhodes. Well, he has this, um, he has a shop in Tokyo that you can't buy his stuff online. You can only get there. Okay. It's all like his merch. And he has like a fashion line. Like he wears like fedoras. He's got cool sunglasses. So I'm thinking about like, I'm going to a shop and I was like looking at pictures and stuff. And it seems right, like right around Wrestle Kingdom when, I, when I'm going, he was hanging out at his shop a lot last okay. year. Okay. So I want to bring him a bottle of Malort. Okay. Yeah. I think you know, he's a badass. I think that'd be cool. Why wouldn't you? No. That's a good idea. Do you think he'd know? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. I think he might think I'm trying to kill him, to be honest. I might end up getting my head snapped. Oh, that's interesting. You may have to tell him somehow. Do you think you'll be able to properly explain that? I think he has decent English skills, but I'm not sure. Um, okay. How's the Japanese? What are you brushing up on? Bathroom? Yeah, I guess I do really have to think about that. I was going to go there completely with nothing. That's what I was thinking. But I did order through Amazon like a, a travel book I want to okay. read. All right. Um, Will you have a device? That can work to translate things while you're there? I'm My phone, I would assume. Are you doing an international package, or will you just try to connect to Wi-Fi wherever you can? Well, they say definitely buy Wi-Fi before you go. Like, you could buy special, like, uh, like packages. Oh, that's great. See, this, is, this man is like horror movies. Yes. Okay. Like, he's just I a see. terrifying human being. Old dude. Yeah. That's great. Um. But yeah, no, no, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. No doubt about it. And their subway system, forget about it. It goes everywhere, but this is the subway. That's amazing. But I heard that it's very, very efficient. It's super like, it's efficient. To the minute, like right, your, your train gets there when it's supposed to get there. Yeah, that's yeah. silly. That's great. That has to help make it easy. Our, our, Don't they have some an app? They do. That's that the can app. get you to a place. That's that's, a, that's the American Tokyo subway app. Like you put your location there and there, and it'll tell you which train to get. Yes. On yeah, and yeah. Where? And it and seems do you, like do you make multiple switches. Yes. <laughs> that's fantastic. And it seems like very much like Chicago. Anywhere yes. you want to go in Tokyo is twenty minutes. That's fantastic. <laughs> it really does. You're gonna do that. Well, I was looking at, there's the video game section of Tokyo. What's that? There's like the five of the, of the top 20 arcades in the world are right there. That's wonderful. Club Sega. That's fun. And then right in that area, I found out about a place where... Um, found out about a place. Well, I don't want to go into, you know, I don't, I don't want to be... But you, you, you can get services. Oh. Completely okay. reasonable. Good prices. So you can do video games, you can... You know, play with some joysticks, go get a joystick played with, and then you get you get out of town, you hop a train, and then you can go to the Tokyo Dome, which has like three wrestling museums and two baseball. The Baseball Hall of Fame is there. Sounds like a hell of a trip. So man. you go over there, that's 20 minutes. You chill out, and then you're you go. Going to the base- Did you just say you're going to a Baseball Hall of Fame? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I want to pay respects to the there Japanese baseball. The- I'm a fan of Japanese baseball. Baseball is more than just traffic, Al. Finally. Finally, woo! It's not my because of a great subway system. They can have baseball in a in a very busy section of the city, and I think that's brilliant. And their stadium looks like uh, futuristic. I talked to a guy last night. Uh, he was wearing a uh, I can't remember the wrestling shirt now. I want to say it was soft with the big finger point. Yeah, 
No, it was a click. Okay. It said the click. And uh, Andrew grabbed him, so we started talking to this guy in Kirkland at the bar. He didn't buy into us being wrestling fans, and Andrew did the whole DX intro. And then I did. I mean, we were pretty drunk at this point. Nobody was paying attention except for us to, to us. Uh-huh. We only made fools of ourselves with these guys. And then I did the Scott Hall. Hey, yo, it's survey time. Anyway, this dude is convinced he, that, Vince, that Vince bled the hard way. I don't, I just, I don't I think so either. I tried to that's not true. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, when I first saw it, I did. Cause I, Me too, because I didn't see a blade. Right, but then I started, uh, like just like you, I noticed that weird crop pattern. Yeah, and blood. it was like a circle, but it, it was like yeah, mesh. It was like the, the a screen. A screen. That's yeah. perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and that makes sense to me. Yeah, just they were it. able to keep it from cutting. That's it's brilliant. It's really brilliant. So two teams play in the Tokyo Dome, and I want you to pick out which logo you like better. Okay, do I have to come around? I think I could probably spin the screen. Oh, nice. So the first one has a better name. Okay. They're the Nippon Ham Fighters. Oh. They're the Ham Fighters. The Nippon Ham Fighters? Yeah. And I think they're the team that has the best baseball player in the world. He's a pitcher who could play. He's a pitcher who could hit. Okay. That America really wants, but they're paying him like $2 million a year to stay in Tokyo. Okay. And right. he's a young kid, and all he does is play baseball. He's a Japanese fella. Okay, so. That's excellent. I don't like their I logo, though. I love that you know more about Japanese baseball than I do right now. That's their cap logo right there. Okay. Now, these are the Ham Fighters, which is a great... If there was a picture of a ham coming out of the baseball, I'd be into it. The Ham Fighters. The Ham Fighters. Is that just a terrible uh, translation of what it is? Like They're a Japanese food processing company, so it's similar to the Packers. Oh, okay. That's exactly what they are. They're the Packers. But is that a... Is it a sponsored name? I think it is. Like Packers are just like meat packers in general. The right? team's name comes from the parent organization, the Nippon Ham, a major uh, Japanese food processing okay. company. So yeah. Well, the Chicago Bears, the Decatur Staley's. Right. That was a Staley was a company. So that's team one. Now the other okay. logo, I think they're the Giants now, and they got like this weird B thing. Is that on the cap or is well? The that's other a team thing? logo. I'm sure it's, they have a, a. There's the cap insignia. See it? Yeah, that's I what I'd like. The Y with the G. You like that? I like that a lot. Okay. That's slick. It's kind of like the. It's Giants colors. Right. But it's really slick. It looks like Pittsburgh almost. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, they're the Tigers. Yeah. Let's make it happen. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just buy one. Well, no, no. I'll get it at the Tokyo Dome. That, oh, that's beautiful. Fantastic. I'm they, still figuring out the both end. Both of those teams play there? Yes. Wow. And it's, uh, I think they call it Pacific League, right? Yeah, one is Pacific League and the other one was a different league. Uh, the Ham Fighters are the Pacific League and the Yumagari Giants are the uh, Central League. They were both formed in 1988. Oh, the Ham Fighters. Oh, they're the same team. What? Or maybe the, oh, I don't think the Ham Fighters play there anymore. Okay. So the Ham Fighters hat might be out, which you, you prefer the Giants anyways. Very true. The Ham Fighters team, that, do you think that died? No, I think they have their own stadium now. So there's Nippon Professional Baseball, and then there's Japanese Central League. Is that right? I think the league is, I don't know. They, yeah, the, the, uh, the Ham Fighters now play at the Sapporo Dome. Okay. 
no longer the Tokyo. Which, I wonder what the hierarchy is. Which is 41,000. Uh, Tokyo Dome is the biggest. Uh, the Omeri Giants are the Yankees. They have the most titles. They have 45 titles. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, that's wonderful. Their most recent championship was the Hiroshima Toyo Carp. That's... Oh, yeah, look at their, their pennants. The Cubs can only dream of being the team like this. Owned by the Umori Group. Let's see who these guys are. I think that the trophy is a carp. That's amazing. See, I already like this better than our baseball. I'm already sold. I've got to find that. I can't guarantee it. I hope so. I wonder if, there's, if I could sign up for some kind of service and just start watching Japanese baseball. Guys, we are here to search stuff for you, okay? We're really just a search engine. That's what we are. You, you can decide what we search right here. Did you see oh. the new uh, South Park? No. It was, I, it was okay. It was okay. 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. What, did they, uh, what subject were they tackling during this most recent um, episode? Obviously, I'm missing out on something. Stan's, Stan's uh, parents are now... They now have like a TLC show called like White People Flipping Houses. Yes. And so they're trying to like flip houses. And meanwhile, all the rednecks in town are uh, protesting the technology, Siri. So, you know, they march to town with pitchforks and, you know, tiki torches. And, uh, you know, they, they want their jobs back because Siri is taking up the jobs. Well, Cartman is feuding with his girlfriend uh, because she just nags too much. And... He's in love with Sari. Oh, yep. Okay. And then, you know, you can watch it from there. All right. I'll watch it. I'm in. That's creepy. He's in love with Sari. It, uh... uh I, I stand corrected. The Hiroshima Toyo Carp are a team from Hiroshima. Toyo Carp is you, their nickname. You know, for a team, for a man who has a team called the Snowflakes, I think you're very insensitive to the cultural... Aspects of Japanese no, baseball. I love that team name. Their logo looks like the Cincinnati Reds. There aren't many teams in this league. Yeah, there are six teams in the Central League. Huh. I like it better. I hope they play less games. Yeah, there's only 12 teams in the league. You're right. Al, the champions of the league from 2007 to 2009 for three years, the Yomiri Giants. The champions of the league from 2012 to 2014, the Yomiri Giants. Hell yeah. Holy shit. 45 years. In the Tokyo Dome. Beautiful. They almost always win, Al. That's 45 years. They've only been around since 1950. They've won more than they've been. They've won more than half. So... The rules are basically the same as baseball, as Major League Baseball. The league uses a smaller baseball, strike zone, and playing field. Okay. The Japanese baseball is wound more tightly and is harder than an American baseball. The strike zone is narrower inside than away from the batter. Okay. Five Nippon League teams have fields whose small dimensions would violate the American official baseball rules. Oh, interesting. So they have uh, small small uh, fields. That's crazy. Trying to see how many games they play here because that's really what's important. 
Oh, they ha- they've had a strike. Strike of 94. What? Same year. Stri- uh, strike of 2004. I'm oh, sorry. 94, uh, Major League Baseball. I'm telling you, though, that one guy makes $2 million a year, so that's pretty impressive. Their uniforms do look just like the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Yeah, the uniforms really don't vary much. Huh. Well, oh, both leagues. 146 games with only 12 teams? I'm off this. This is for the birds. <laughs> and now you're going to find the traffic. Where's Japanese football? You're going to be pissed at how many people are coming away from a game while you're in the uh, on the subway. No, it's going to be uh, the middle of winter, Clark. They don't play baseball in the cold. What do you mean? It's going to be January. Oh, interesting. I'm debating if I want to go to uh, Disneyland on New Year's Day. It would be cold. I like. I don't. I don't know. It's weird. Like I just think it, it's kind of this cool. It'd be like kind of cool just to be New Year's Day. I'm in Disneyland in Tokyo. Yeah, I like that. But at the same time, it's like oh, I'm paying seventy dollars to go into a kids theme park and it's freezing out, and I probably could be going to bars. Eh, I don't know. Go to a kids theme park. Yeah, we'll see. You can go to a kids theme park uh, right now, guys. Uh, we have hit that moment in the show where. Uh, it's two guys talking in the dark. Oh, it's about time. We two guys that moment. talking in the dark, talking in the dark. Two guys. We gotta get. We gotta do some. Uh, we do have to do some. We both have worked in karaoke. We have access to karaoke files. True. We should do. We definitely do. Should do some parody songs. I've been meaning actually to get in the studio and record record uh, Justin Bieber's "Baby" to Clark's "Baby." Oh yeah. So that might that might be in the works. Why not? I wondered, did you get the baby named yet? The studio baby? The baby name does not have a studio yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's what, what did I you just, say? I don't know, but what, what was that? I think I twisted a lot Can of words there. Please. The baby studio. The name of the baby has not been. The studio baby has not been named yet. I'm scared. I just realized it was dark again. It's it's like too dark. I can't. Yep. Oh, thanks. All right. I only brought it up because I didn't want to stand. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. That makes a world of difference. Yeah, it does. Huh. Yes, it does. So, the Chicago Baseball Cubs, today's game got exciting. Well, they had a couple exciting games. Friday, of course, uh, pitcher John Lackey and catcher Wilson Contreras got thrown out of the game uh, for arguing balls and strikes. Most people would tell you that the umpire missed the call. Wilson Contreras had to frame it a little bit. He framed it. He was expecting a different pitch. So he reached down, and that's probably the only reason why the call went. Uh, but it was a strike. Pretty positive it was. Uh, and then old Lackey had to speak, and he got tossed. Contreras threw down his mask, and it happened to accidentally bounce up and hit the umpire in the knee. Ooh. So he got suspended for two games initially yesterday morning. He appealed. Today they announced it's been brought down to one game, but he has to serve it today. So he sat out of the game that was a nail-biter with the St. Louis Cardinals. Guys, the Cubs gained. Uh, they spread it out. They put the Cardinals six games behind them this weekend by winning three straight. By winning three straight, uh, they were able to gain a game on the Milwaukee Brewers, who won two out of three against Miami. In a game that was scheduled to be at Miami, Al, but it was moved to Milwaukee's Miller Park because of Hurricane Irma where they played it at Milwaukee's home team, but they were listed as the away team. Yeah. Okay. They played it at Milwaukee Stadium. Miami batted second. They batted last. 
and they were the home team in Milwaukee, which I'll tell you is a hell of an advantage to have three games moved to your home park from an away park uh, when it comes to trying to make the playoffs. What, are you making excuses? No, I'm saying it's a damn good thing the Cubs won three games because the Brewers won two. Okay. They're now four games up on them. I don't like that baby. Can we get another baby in here? That sure. baby doesn't cry right. Or maybe just no babies in here. I don't know. Oh, no. The show has a baby. You can't just get rid of a baby once you have it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Ten hours of babies crying. You can find anything these days. Wonderful. Man, I am excited about... uh... Wow, I didn't realize we've gone so long. How about it? Yeah. Way to go. I'm impressed. The celebration, baby. The victory, baby. Soak it in, man. This just in. I'm projected to beat Al by 2.6. What? I can't hear you. The baby is Shut that baby down. I can't. What? You're projected to. Wait, what'd you say? Let's just take a look at the drop off of listeners at this point in the show. What'd you say about what happened? I'm projected to be here. I don't know. I can't hear you. The mic's going in and out. Points, and the Sunday night game starts soon. We'll know the winner. We'll know the outcome of this one by the end of the night tonight, Al. By the end of the show, we'll have, uh, we'll have our results. We're doing a marathon. It's going to be all night tonight. <laughs> gotcha. Kidding, of course. We're almost done. Have you done. ever done a marathon? That's got to be tough. Um, 9-11 was a long day. You uh, stayed on the air? Yeah. And um, did other did you join other people's shows, or how did that work? I think we were did in. Other people join you on. I on think the we show? voice tracked the afternoons at that point, or voice tracked. Yeah, like it was um, a national show. No, it was like we sent uh, we sent liners to a guy in Kentucky who would go. You're listening to WACF coming up. We got Lori Morgan, and then Lori Morgan's song would play. Yep, all right. And it was all, you know, basically I had to get a computer file every day and then automate the damn show. Right, okay. Well, you stayed on air. I stayed on air, yeah, because you obviously wouldn't make sense to have somebody talking about Lori Morgan and, uh, you know, her latest article in uh, Country Weekly when planes are hitting uh, towers. Okay, yeah. And you must not have had like a, or you just wanted to do it. Wouldn't you have like a, a news thing that you could go to? Like you could you could start like cut it like you have a deal with ABC News to just run their feed or something. You didn't have any sister networks up, networks out there. It, it, no, it was important to be local. Like the score is now CBS. It, it, I think I may and have I think had you an made option. the right call by being local during nine eleven. But it was a lot of people calling in and going, "Hey, hey, listen, uh, you know, this is a very tragic day and." Uh, you know, we're having a prayer service tonight at the uh, Bowery and Sons uh, Cathedral. I People want to stop by and pray. It doesn't matter your denomination or uh, your beliefs or your thoughts. You just come on by and uh, we'll, we'll we'll say a prayer. I think you were doing a great service. And, yeah, it was a lot of that, which, I mean, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. Everybody was happy yeah. and not happy. Uh, that's, But, I mean, everybody was, was in harmony as a community. Yes. No. No. But I mean, obviously, a very tragic day, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, there were people confused. There were people calling angry. You know, it was the, very similar to when they shut down Miggs Field. No, nothing like that. I'm that sorry. that's terrible, Clark. You should be ashamed of yourself. Aren't you allowed? Like, didn't Rudy Giuliani the night 
the SNL went on the air for the first time. Didn't he crack the first SNL joke after 9-11? Like, he announced it's okay. The mayor of New York announced it's okay to be funny. Yeah. It's okay to try to make a joke. Maybe it wasn't funny. Maybe it was insensitive, and I apologize for that. Too soon? Huh? No. Uh, I bet people tell Chicago Fire jokes. Chicago Fire jokes are officially okay, because now there's a, the, even a TV show called Is Chicago Fire. Is it 100 years, or what? The soccer team's name is Chicago Fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you got so- as soon as there's a sports team named after a tragedy, it's okay. What happens with the New York Jets? <laughs> I'm not touching that one, Clark. That's that's. What? That was over the line. No, they're now, a very the bad damn, team. You what know, I, I, do? I know you got a what Japanese football team named the Snowflakes, but, uh, you know, what I think that was over the line. What did I do? Trump's excellent is tweeting this is not a good thing. It's a bad joke. Be ashamed of yourself. Dude. I don't know. I kind of liked it. Uh-oh. You know who this is? Who is this? It's a pleasure to meet you, Clark. Bobby the Brain Heaton. Wow. This is the quickest that I've ever heard from somebody from the other side. I can't. I tell you what, I know Al Larcher. He's a very close personal friend of mine. And he said, Bobby, when you get to heaven, what's the first thing you want to do? And I said, I want to be on your show. I've been waiting. So now I can talk a little clearer. Wow. And I'm up here with Monsoon. Will you stop? Wow. That was actually me doing Monsoon. Monsoon's busy. He's playing (laughs) cards with everybody else. This is how many layers are here? Too many. Wow. Yeah. Uh, No. Bobby Heenan doing Gorilla Monsoon. Broadcast journalist Bobby Heenan. Clark, if you're going to make my name, please announce it properly. Broadcast journalist. You know, I think this is insensitive. Like, you what? My thing you're a humanoid. You're literally a humanoid. I'm a celestial being. I know what's appropriate. Those are things I think about. I'm sorry, Bobby. Did you know I grew up right down the street from Wrigley Field? No, I didn't. I did. Okay. I was a Cubs fan. Really? Yes. Not anymore. Go Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go, those stinking losers. Lost me a lot of money. You, uh, you were a gambler as a kid? I started gambling. How do you think I got to Beverly Hills and became the greatest manager of all time? It was gambling, Damn. you dope. Unreal. That's very insensitive. Yep. I met Coco Beware's mother up here. Yes. What's your name? Tupperware. Yes. She's very friendly. Oh, man. That all the guys love her. Gosh darn it. I'll talk to the ghost of Bobby all day. Hey, Bobby? What? Oh, there. All right, you're still there. Just checking. Oof. What, do I got to carry this show too? Yes. How are many shows saying, do I need to carry? Are you saying that you carried Gorilla? Well, I you mean, are we going to split hairs over this? Come on. You carried each other. I always wanted to have him removed. He was great. He was a wonderful man. One Without of my dear him, friends. Without Dino Bobby Heenan. Without Bobby Heenan, there'd be no Gorilla Monster. It's good. Gino and I are going to have some scotch later tonight. Oh, nice. With Andre. Andre's supposed to stop by. Gino Smith? Gino Morella, Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, pay attention. I thought you were a wrestling fan. Oh, boy. Well, I don't know. I think maybe I got to go. The, uh, God's calling me. He wants to, he wants to inter- welcome me personally. How about that? The people you talk to. I'm going to put a good word in for the Cubs. Oh, boy. Really, this is all you got for Bobby the Brain Heenan? The no. greatest manager of all time? I was just wondering if uh, if you happen to catch the Bears game today. Or, or you're up there. 
Oh, who's got time for that terrible team? They should just call them the Bears, as in bear nothing. They got no offense. As in embarrassed? Totally. I make the jokes. Don't you know that? Okay. Monsoon understood it. Let's see the kid, huh, Bobby? See what you can do about that. I want the rookie to start at quarterback. Well, I'll put in a word for him because uh, I'd like to see that too. It's a great echo you have there. It's the heavenly gates. This isn't a hall, huh? This is echoing chambers. This is the Hall of Immorals. Chicago Cubs have won six games in a row. I'm in the waiting room, Clark. They'll be at Tampa Bay. It's a long wait, too. You've got to take one of those numbers. Okay. It's like Beetlejuice. Remember Beetlejuice? You had to sit there in that waiting room? I do remember. That's what heaven's like. Okay. Well, when you first get here. But later, me and Monsoon are going to have good times. I think Al was in one of those waiting rooms once, and he took the, uh, he took the number from the head-shrinking guy. I don't remember that at all. You didn't when your head shrunk? No. I don't know what he's talking about either. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you saying I have a small head? No. You kind of do. I'm saying you did. Oh, yeah. All right, then. What's with that racket? What, you got a baby there? I hate babies. I'm out of here. Have a good night. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. Oh, that damn show, baby. He's always ruining everything. Oh, Bobby. I didn't even get to ask a question, Clark. What? I want to ask Bobby some questions. Why didn't you pipe in? Pipe in. I because was I was in the other room taking care of the baby, Clark. I was, I was out there busting my ass, getting that baby to stop crying while you were in here playing around on a podcast. I don't think you ever left. I don't believe you ever left. What the hell am I doing here? I don't know. Should we end it? I mean, are we about there? You got something else? Um. Well, I'm pretty sure that uh, we're going to be seeing you on uh, ComcastSportsNet.com and uh, Facebook. They release uh, the web series, the Beer Down Podcast. We're going to see you on it a week from tomorrow. Yeah, and we'll be seeing you on it, uh, well, today. Uh, Tomorrow. Oh, today. Yeah, Monday. Monday about lunchtime. Beer Down. And uh, you see us, yeah, on... uh, Weekly on the CSN pregame show. Starts at 11 o'clock, Bears pregame, hosted by Lawrence Holmes. Lance Briggs is on it. Um, You also got Jim Miller and Alex Brown. Oh, well, I'll have you know I was on the phone the other day with um, Mike Dicka. Were you? Yeah. You coach? Huh? Yeah. We were were talking about, you know, what's going on with the Bears. Okay. You got all your friends. No, you're going to be on their show, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, of course. In eight days. And not, I'll be dressed tomorrow. to the T. I mean, this is going to be a big deal. You're stepping in. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be fantastic. I have a question for you. Are you going to go down uh, Sunday the 24th and meet former double nickel uh, Super Bowl Chicago Bear Otis Wilson? He's going to be in the establishment on the corner from noon to 2, Sunday, September 24th. Are you kidding me? I'm not. And I This bar right there? there? And you need to get him on the show. Tell him. How wonderful the studio is. The, air, the heat. Are you shitting me? Otis Wilson's going to be in the corner bar? Otis Wilson's going to be at the corner bar on September 24th. Well, all my friends are invited. <laughs> Otis wow. Wilson handed me a piece of birthday cake once. That is impressive. at a birthday party, and Otis Wilson was passing. Isn't that next week? Cake. What's that? Uh, yeah. We, yeah, that's next Sunday. Wow. Holy crap, I won't be I'm, here. I'm going to be... Uh, you're not going to be here? No. I'll be coming back from Michigan. We're going to do the 
show that night. Yeah, Otis so is coming over and watch. I'm going to go down to the bar. Yeah, and your job is to get him on the show. I'm, no, I'm saying, hey, Otis, listen, I got a really popular podcast in the attic two doors down. And uh, why don't you come over? Clark and I are going to watch wrestling. I'll make some barbecue beefs. And, uh, you know, afterwards we could talk wrestling with Otis Wilson. Let's rethink the pitch. Maybe first pitch the idea of asking if you can get a couple questions in and you record it with your iPhone. Oh, no, no, no. Otis is coming over for beef. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here next week on the Larcher and Lawrence and live at the Sports Attic. Otis Wilson will be eating barbecue beefs, watching wrestling, and we're doing a late show. I didn't announce that yet. What? Oh, I have it on good authority. He's coming up. Good authority? Who's good authority? Bobby Heaton told me personally. I was on the phone before the show, and he's like, he's going to pull some springs. You didn't get a question in. You wanted a question in, but you had talked to him before the show? What is this? Well, I didn't. I, what is this? I had to say a couple words. Do you want a little of that? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, oh, ladies. Man. What up? What? What you got? You got some Bobby over there? Yeah, we can leave you a little Bobby. We probably yeah, leave him a little Bobby. For Guys, thanks for listening. Future. Who are you calling, Bobby? You know who I'm calling? I'm calling the president of the USA Network. For what? For what? I'm not going to be jobbed out here on television. I'm not going to have them throw a tape like that, embarrass me, and you're going to be out of a job, pal. They put me on hold. I'll be in a minute. Well, while you're on hold, you might check with your bank because I'm sure that uh, King Tonga is going to be putting some garnishes on your wages until he gets his 15 grand. I told you and everybody else, don't anybody else worry about my money, Doug's money, or King Tonga. I thought you you worried about your guy. How come you're on hold? He's getting through to me. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm getting through to you. That's He's going to get through to me, I mean. <laughs> Plenty of action yeah. still to come here Bobby, on Primetime Wrestling, a big six-man tag time. team match feature, putting on the tights. Luscious no, John Dyan, along I'll with the, the Dream call. Team. Some tremendous action coming up. It's probably, are you making a collect call? Just Give just me a break. Break. I'm trying to talk. <laughs> Unbelievable. A collect call to the USA Network. Let's go down the ringside right now. And about to go back to the conclusion of this tremendous six-man matchup, unbeknownst to Bobby the Brain Heenan, who obviously, you haven't gotten through to anybody, have you, Bobby? Most hello? Has anyone said hello even to you? Yes, I'm on hold. They're getting, they're getting the lady. He's you been mind? on hold forever. Well, your men will be on hold. You can bet yeah, that. You better check out your bank account. It'll be on hold. In fact, there'll be a hole in it when you come up with the 15 grand I'm for King Kong. Let's go back now to the Boston Garden yeah. for the exciting the conclusion of the six-man tag team match. Us just John, the mastermind behind